welcome to the Girl Talk podcast. We are excited today. I've got our host Joanne, my sister-in-law with us today, and my wonderful friend Chandra is back. She's my real estate friend, good buddy, um, and we are talking about our children today. So Joanne is the mom to two little girls, um, which happen to be my nieces, so they're sweet and adorable <laughs> and I love them. Um, so we've got Grace, who just turned six years old, and we have Gwen, who is three and a half, and then we have Chandra's wonderful daughter, um, Kristen, mm-hmm. who is 10 years old. So I feel like we have a very good variety here for age and we're talking all about girls today because we have girls. <laughs> so we're going to jump right into it. I hope you'll enjoy this podcast as we share our hearts with you. Yes, and going into it too, we're, it's this is stuff that's going to be applied for boys and girls too, yes. but um, just kids, kiddos in, gen- in general. And when we, I found out we were going to do this one with Chandra, I knew she had a 10-year-old and I was like, this is good. I am, you know, I just have my my six and three and you've got a 10 year old so that's a whole different ballpark (laughs) yes we've entered a new stage yeah (laughs) yeah so i'm just really i really am looking forward to hearing what what's going on in your world of uh, a little girl that's 10 so yeah well let's see where should we start no um well i can say this because she just turned 10 in april so she is well she just finished fourth grade so we're going to fifth grade um and one of the things um, that it's funny, so most, and I don't know, most um, public schools go, you know, kindergarten to fifth, and then they go like sixth to eighth for yeah, the middle, middle school. school and whatnot. Well, her elementary school has grown at rapid pace, and so they don't have room for the fifth graders. Wow. So the fifth graders next year are going to the middle school. Wow. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, there's a lot of things there that we are not quite ready <laughs> yes. for. Um, oh. But it actually, I feel better. We met with the school board and they like reassured us they've got like a pod in within the school. So it's actually going to be neat because instead of having just, you know, three fifth grade classes per se, they're going to mix them all together. So I think that that's going to be good because she'll get to interact with more people, to be honest, in the fifth grade only. Yes. Um, they won't go traveling to the sixth or seventh or eighth no. grade wards. But she's good. Um, Gives yes, you another year. <laughs> I, though now I just have to figure out how she's getting to school because I'm like, I don't want her to ride the bus with those older kids because, mm. you know. Mm. But um, so anyway, that's one hurdle we just uh, went through. But what I was going to say was, is I feel like between nine and 10 was a very pivotal time, like in her little mind. Um, she's just she's getting a well they're getting smarter naturally um and she's just been um you know just exploring different things and her likes have changed a little bit in the last year <laughs> which is interesting which is all good but like you know how when you ask your kid what do you want to be when you get you know when you grow up yes um for a couple of years i felt like when she was probably around the three four five the answer was always the same and now it's 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 changed and she wants to be you know well she wants to be a veterinarian at least that's what it was at the last time um because she's just found this like new passion for animals which i don't i don't know so anyway we've we've just noticed um a lot of just just more of her trying to figure out who she is yes and so we've just had some some different scenarios and how do you encourage that how do you encourage her to figure out who she is well honestly i try to get her to experience everything because like and this is I don't know if my husband will listen to this. We're just going to pretend he's not. <laughs> but, like, he is very much, um, like, he wants her to be in sports. Of course. That's, I think, a, partly a dad thing. But, like, I have no athletic ability to myself at all. Um, and so Same we've here. tried. Like, we've encouraged her to at least try. 
And so, but to answer your question, we've encouraged her to try everything. And then we're kind of seeing what sticks. Um, and she likes the arts. Like mm -hmm. she is, and I, I don't know if we talked about this before, but like whenever it's somebody's birthday, instead of buying a card, she makes them a card. Mm -hmm. So like if, you know, like your name's Amy. So she would say happy birthday and then she'd go A-M-Y and then she'd be like awesome, mm -hmm. magnificent. Oh, wow. I don't know what she did for why, <laughs> but youthful. <laughs> you know, that one. But you know what I mean, like that. So she's very like, and that's her. That's wow. not me. That's yeah. her thinking of what she can do. So we're starting to, you know, she's kind of going a little bit into like more of like a just like a kind of artsy and crafty, and mm -hmm. she's very um, she's just got a deep soul. So I love kinda, that. I want to go back to one thought you mentioned, um, and, and Joanne, of course, I'm excited to get to you too. Um, but you said you didn't want her riding on the bus with those age girls. Mm -hmm. So I thought, <laughs> do you want to elaborate on that? I love how you're being so protective of her. And at the same time, you're having her experience so many things. Yeah. I think there's a very good balance here. Well, it's kind of, well, it's, it's tricky because I do want her to be exposed to some things. I don't want her to live in a bubble. Right. Um, but, and this is kind of a blessing in a sense, is we do have some friends and some family members that have junior high kids and high school kids. And I just, I feel like I know a lot of what they're doing and I just, I'm not quite sure if I'm ready for Kristen to know all about those things. Mm -hmm. um, but in the same breath, this was the year, I think we're okay to talk about this if you have to edit this out. Oh gosh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Do it. But this is the year that um, they had the talk at school in fourth grade. It used to be oh. fifth grade, like it was fifth grade for me. Um, did you know they were having that? Talk? Yes. Okay. They send a note home and they say, are you comfortable with this? And, you know, if not, like we had to sign off. And so I said yes, um, because we had it. And I don't mean the talk. I mean, like the talk about your body changing okay. talk. Mm -hmm. um, and her and I had already discussed that. So I and I didn't bring it up. She brought it up one day and she was just like, Mom, I was reading the Babysitter's Club, which, you know, I liked that when I was young. And she was like, and um, Christy in there, she got her period. And I was like, oh, <laughs> really? Oh, I was like, that's kind of foreign. I don't know what you're talking about. But then it, I didn't say that. But I mean, then it went from there and I had a book and the American Girl theme or store provides, um, actually they're beautifully written books about how your body changes and how those things happen. And I was mm. like waiting for the time to pull out my book and I was like, all right, let's go. We sat on the couch and we cuddled and we talked about those things. So I think with that, and it was, it, it builds, I don't know if it was necessarily a confidence or an awareness more so, but all of a sudden she's like walking taller you know, and yeah. the next day she's like, Mom, can I wear one of your bracelets? Mom, can you pull my hair up? And I was like, you don't wear jewelry, and you sure as heck don't let me put your hair up in a ponytail. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just, it's very interesting. So that was a big moment um, for us. So it's like, and I can't, I couldn't hide that. So going back to like experiencing things, I wanted to be able, though, to tell her things myself versus her finding out. Mm -hmm. um, I had a, yeah, a girlfriend in high school whose mom didn't have any conversation with her about how her body would change. And when she, you know, went through that, she thought she was something was wrong with her. Yeah. And I didn't want Kristen to feel like that. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so we talked about it. Yeah. I love that. And I love, uh, Joanne, I'll let you jump in here because that's one thing that I love so much about um, Joanne and the way you rear, rear your little girls is um, you talk about it all ahead of time. And I love that I've heard you make the statement several times like, who do I um, want them to hear that from? 
and where do I want them to hear that for the first time? And it's um, taking responsibility as your mom. I want to teach you that. So I'll just let you take over. But I, I love that you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of my points actually today was to talk to your girls, boys, uh, about sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and as early as, you know, three years old, you know, I have this book that was actually given to, not given to me, I bought it at my church. But it is. Uh, the story of me and it's by this company and the other book series is titled God's design for sex now in this book is I love that you said you have a book that you use mm-hmm. to talk about a girl's period like sex was not talked to me about as a right. kid so yeah. and I would like to do that for her but I don't know how to talk about it mm-hmm. to a child right so the fact that this is this the resources are out there and I'm so thankful for that. But this this book is awesome. It talks about God's design of a man and a woman, and how a woman has a uterus, mm-hmm. and how a woman is special because of this. And, and uh, you know, and uh, and it's just it's go, even goes into adoption, and oh, nice. different, and even into nursing, breastfeeding. Like it uses words like like I said, uterus, vagina, penis. Mm-hmm. It's like things that when I was a young kid, and if you said that, it was like right, oh, right, like, right. And like no, this is this is your body. This is not something to be secretive about, mm-hmm. unless you know in, when you when they're comfortable enough to talk about, you know they're you know like I'm like I'm for me it's five and three right so it's just getting to that point that you don't you don't let mommy spank your ba- your bottom like if it's playful mm-hmm. you know or daddy or because like if a, some other person comes up and does that oh, no yes. that's a big no no yeah. right. so. You know, there are other ways for me to show affection and love to my child. That's for some people. That's how they do it, and it's definitely not a mom shaming or mom ga- guilt at all. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just, I have a history myself, where with um, sexual abuse as a child. So this stuff is so important to me, mm-hmm. and where I was as a child, I, and this is my point number one. I'm hopping around. This is this. I'm not keeping to the list, but my first point was I want to be to a safe place for my kids mm. to talk to. I love that. Yeah, and um, one thing I tell the girls and I ask them, is anyone ever in trouble? And they say no. Yeah, nobody is in trouble. You know, because their big thing that happens to them is um, spilling mommy's drink, or going to bed and they want like going to bed for instance like it's huge to them at that age like three-year-old like oh my gosh the end of the world (laughs) why are you doing this yes torture (laughs) and our my reaction especially with grace because i was still learning was stop crying go upstairs Mm. stop crying go upstairs like that so when she's older a teenager and maybe there's bullying or starting their cycle and or just anything about boys that is really big to them but they know that if they tell mom she's going to be like go to your room stop crying you know like that carries and you got to start as a with them as little kiddos um but so that's why for me it's i'm not saying i'm i've perfected this because this morning you know one of them spilled my shakeology drink which is like this thick goop that if it dries it doesn't come out and it smells really bad (laughs) so my reaction first was like what happened (laughs) and then i was like 
I'm doing this podcast about this. And I'm like, <laughs> I got to show them that I'm learning. So I was like, I'm going to go downstairs. And I got my, uh, uh, you know, cleaning supplies. And I'm grabbing my cleaning supplies. And we have these books from Aunt Amy called Spot Books. And they're about, they're all the emotions. And one of them is like, if you're trying to find your calm spot, you know, you, you know, like from the tip of my finger to the middle of my palm, I can do it. I can be calm. Oh, so I am literally like, put the tip of my finger. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it. I can be calm. So yeah. So I'm walking upstairs and I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not gonna be bad. And I told Gwen like, uh, you know, you are not in trouble. You know, it just, you're not. And so I cleaned this up, and then I saw the doll, and the doll had it all in her hair. So I was not happy. But you know, so I'm definitely working on this. And but um, but having that safe space, space that that's awesome that your daughter came to you, mm-hmm. and she knew that she could talk to you about, hey, someone had a period. What is that? Right. That is that is incredible. Mm-hmm. And like when I was trying to keep my cold, cool, and I'm telling Grace and Gwen please clean up <laughs> and I'm smiling and Grace Gwenny is like you don't you don't like she said something about my smile and Grace is like yeah mommy your smile is not very happy <laughs> oh. and that's when I it was you know at first it's like Ugh. but I'm really glad that my kid can correct me in a way like that and not be afraid of it I would have been afraid to correct a parent like that. Yes. Wow. Yeah, like, so, like, I was like, yay! But then I was like, ah! <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> like, I don't, you, I, don't you almost appreciate it in a sense? You don't oh, want to yeah. be called out, but in the same breath, because I understand that, and I'm like, you know what? Kudos to you for having the courage to say that. Yeah. Like, if I'm doing something that I shouldn't be. Yeah. Or, I, so I, I think that's a great a great oh, thing yeah. for them to. That's huge. Yeah. And going back to sex, too, it's, it's not a matter of, if your child is going to hear this from someone else it's a matter of when When, it's going to happen day of age it's going to happen so yeah i want it to be coming from me Mm -hmm. and especially we have our you know our beliefs Mm -hmm. and how um you know a woman is beautiful and strong and and also a man is beautiful and strong and when you come in from a different someone that has a different belief that maybe especially when a lot of public schools are talking about um, same-sex marriages. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sad. It really is. It's already in public schools. And when a young mind hears that, they're just they're going to take it like everything else. Oh, it's the teacher said it. Yeah. I, Kristen's already asked that. I, I didn't hear it. Through, she didn't hear it through the schools, but um, there was a commercial. And I don't remember what the commercial was, but it was wow. it was of two men kissing. And she was like, Mom. And I was like, okay, let's talk about this stuff. Because, I mean, like, I what? What? Yeah. <laughs> so we just we addressed it right then and there. Oh, that's so good. That's so and I love so. too. Um, and I hear this from both of you, but um, when you say you address it, I love that. First of all, that the child feels like they can come to you. Like that that's is huge. That is huge. Um, that is. I don't. I don't even know how to say it more than that. Like that's huge. But I also love that you encourage encourage their curiosity because I think that's really important for a child. It's not just. Um, well, just turn that commercial off. Like we don't, we don't agree with that. It's like, no, let's sit down and have a conversation mm-hmm, about yeah. it. And like, what do you think? This yeah. is what I think. You know, what are your beliefs on it? And you really encourage them to be curious instead of like, just ignore it, put up a blindfold, or like, no, that's bad. You know, I really like that. It's no, let's let's talk about it. Let's have yeah. a conversation on it. Yeah, because in the end, it's not when they're adults. They're not going to have my beliefs. Right. They're right. going to create their own. their own. Yeah. And that's where everything changes. You know, yeah. when you get to college. 
And you start, I mean, even for me, you start like, why did I believe that? Oh, because my mom and dad said that. Mm -hmm. And that's where you start, wait a minute. And so Mm -hmm. I love that from an early age, it's, you know, hey, you can think something different than your parents. Now in this house, you know, you might not be able to do anything about it at the moment, but you know, what are your thoughts behind it? And you're teaching them that at a young age, like, wow, that's valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like, that was my number one my th- number one point was I just want to be a safe place for them to come and talk to. So even if it's about silly, well, right now for me, it is all the silly things because they're so little. Right. But, you know, so so this is definitely for the, the mamas with littles, you know, like even if it's the silly things, just be so like poop. <laughs> like, right. yeah. you know, like I, I know this sounds funny, but like whenever the girls have a great bowel movement, I'm like, yes. <laughs> Okay, it reminds me of the one time I was over there, and I think you were doing my hair or something. And and Gray, well, maybe I shouldn't even say which one. One of the girls came out of the bathroom and was very excited to tell you that she saw a blueberry in her. Oh, (laughs) man. And you were just, like, I was sitting there like, oh, my goodness, like, what are we talking about? And you were just like, Grace, that means we need to chew our food better. (laughs) You really took it serious. And and then she was like, yes, ma'am, mom, and walked out of the room, and I was like, what did I just hear? This is amazing. Like she came to you about poop and you made it a big deal for her life. And it was amazing. So yeah, I love it. And now they'll, if they, if they're having little problems, um, they'll be like, I need to drink water. I'm like, yeah, 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 you do. I just have friends that like won't use a public bathroom and I'm like, that's not healthy for you. Right. (laughs) You know, so it's, so that's, I, I don't know, make, make a big deal out of the small things when they're little, because, they're big to them right you know? yeah and yeah. i think i want to add there i'm not personally a mom but i know i feel this just even on sunday mornings when i have the girls but give yourself some grace because you, you cannot do that every single day like you just can't it's just not possible so you know give yourself grace that today man i just couldn't handle dealing with one more fight over a toy and i told him to go to their room get back up the next day and go at it again oh, yeah. you know like it's not just give up or just you're not a failure so i want to say keep going yeah um and then i also wanted to add the spot books that joanne mentioned those They're are fun. really good books i saw somebody on instagram talking about them um but it does it talks about the emotions for the kids yeah. um and i found them right on amazon but I'll yeah they're called the spot books out, yeah, yeah okay. they they're they are fun i enjoy them and they're they've got all different patients they taught right they have a patient one yeah well they really go good. through all the emotions but they also go through like organization respect kindness okay, wow. um you know like yeah so like it goes it has a ton and it, they're enjoyable for out, the yeah. kiddos yeah and um they're i think like the podcast was like what are we teaching our kids right mm-hmm. but like i was thinking about like what really how are we really teaching them the most the most at all everything is uh, from our actions mm-hmm. and our reactions yeah which is like meh. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest yeah, yeah. so um, i don't know about you or any other person in the world but i didn't know i was an angry person until i had children I really was i never got really i mean i mean i got angry at my siblings when i was a kid but I did not think I was an angry person at all. And then I had kids, and then I my reactions were, whoo, anger. And the um, well, great thing is, is we are not failures, like you said, because yeah. failure is final. We're not done. Mm-hmm. We're still mothers until old, old age, you know? Mm-hmm. So with grace, um, God has given me a lot of grace on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, uh, I've, 
love what my, actually it's my pastor's wife, Heather, taught me this one, which is, this is not her idea or anything, but we can apologize. Mm. I just didn't know that. I thought parents were supposed to just be perfect, and sh- and if you mess up, don't talk about it. Right. You know? Because um, I, I think I've, what first clicked with me was when Grace responded with anger, and then it scared me. Because I was like, whoa, she, she learned that from me. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I started apologizing, which was, wow, kids, man. Like, you apologize, man, they give you a hug yeah. and kiss. They're so, They're oh, man. So forgiving. To be like a child. Yeah. Like, you know, we just hold on to grudges so much as adults. Mm-hmm. We hold on to things. But a child, they, their forgiveness and love is just, what an example. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can learn from a child and that. I can and I am, but just the the apologizing part. And didn't I didn't hear that growing up as a kid. And I'm not uh, saying like, oh, my parents. I know my parents were doing the best that they could. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for all the love and care that I could go on forever about how much I love and and I cherish my parents. Um, but it's just something I didn't see, so I didn't even think it was a it was an option. So that was um, yeah, that was my main thing for. Our actions and reactions, we're going to have them. Yeah. So apologize if you mess up. Because mm-hmm. right? like you, you were touching on that. Every day I'm, I'm messing up a little bit every day, to just be honest. It's not mm-hmm. just once a week. It's a little right. bit every day. <laughs> but apologize. You know, just because then they know when they mess up, they, they know how to, what do you do next? Right. Oh, you know, I messed up. I hurt somebody's feelings. You apologize or, you know, something. Yeah. But, I love, um, I just was reminded that um, you really take time with the girls for them to understand their emotions. You know, like, how are you feeling right now? Or, um, and tell me how you're feeling. And helping them identify how am I feeling in their emotions. But um, I'm picturing Gwen sitting in the back of my car. And um, sometimes, like I said, I only have them on Sunday mornings, but sometimes by the time we get in the car and get buckled, it's just like, <laughs> okay, now let's drive down the road. <laughs> well, no, it's almost like, oh, you know, yes, you are strapped down. Yes. <laughs> like, yes, and man, on the way out, you're like, no, you cannot take that toy and you cannot take that toy and no, we're just going to sit in the car. Yes, like, it's going to be okay. Um, but sometimes before I'll back out of the driveway, I was like, man, girls, we need to stop for a minute and we just need to, we need to think about this. How are we feeling right now? Are we feeling whiny? Are we feeling this? And, um, and then I'll ask them, you know, like who is making us feel that way? And then Gwen will be like, it's, I don't know if she calls him the devil or the yeah, enemy. Like, I, don't I don't know what word she uses, but she gets her little arms up and she's just <laughs> ready to fight him. And it's yes. just the cutest thing because we're like, all right, let's get that devil out of here, you know? And, yeah. we, and then we pray and, and really it does set the tone totally different, you know, before you get out of the driveway there. But it's just the cutest to see this little three-year-old in the back seat yes. in her car seat like, all right, get that devil out of here, you know? Yeah. And changes her little attitude too. So yeah. Man, that kid, she's awesome. You know, like I tell, like told this morning, I said the whole like, you are not in trouble. And she's like, I, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes, I'm not in trouble. <laughs> I think, but Grace is more of like, like, okay, I'm not. Like, I'm telling myself I'm not in trouble. Right, I'm but not I don't doing feel it. like I might yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, with Gwen. Yeah, you're right. It's She's off like, my shoulders. You're right, I'm never in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that just goes to show you, like, every child is so, so unique in the, yeah. in the way that we are going to go through. Every step is going to be different with both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So we've done a previous podcast even on um, the five love languages, and we touched a little bit on kids. I was curious, do you know what Kristen's love language is? I don't. Okay. I don't, and I don't know much about the love languages, to be fully. Oh, really? There's a book. There's the five love languages for children. children. See, Mm -hmm. I need to read it. That's a good one. Because I don't know enough about it. I mean, maybe if I read it, I wouldn't know, but I I don't know enough. Well, they have a quiz that you can take, too. So you can ask Kristen the quiz. Yeah. Ask her all these questions, and then it'll tell you what her love language okay. is. Yeah, I'm like the best way to find out is ask her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll pull that. It, it is it. really cool. Is I'm in the stage though where they're still developing, so mm-hmm. it, it's saying like you should show all of them, you know, and not withdraw or hide, hide one of them in particular, you know, but show all of them. But, yeah. When I was a teacher, I really uh, tried to focus on that because it's hard to. It, it's hard to be a teacher to 30 kids and oh to goodness. love them and to all different. hard to be a teacher at all yes what, right period. exactly um so i realized to connect to each child was extremely important and um i didn't i couldn't i probably could have given them all the tests but i didn't so i just tried to love each child with every love language so i would have like post-it notes and i would I would have a list and then it's like, okay, these five kids are gonna get a post-it note on Monday and I would put it on their desk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would focus on, you know, like does someone need a, a drink today or something, just a small gift to let them know that they were loved or something. But you can really see a child's countenance change um, when they are really receiving that love mm-hmm. from someone. So, yeah. And they were so it's young, beautiful. they like they say they from, I think it was up to age five, like you just give them all. You can't pinpoint when they're that age. You, so even if you True. took a test, it would have been all over the page. Yeah. But um, the yeah, that book is awesome. Okay. I do highly recommend that one. And I forgot to say that the Story of Me book series, um, well, the Scott's Design for Sex books story, actually, I think there's four of them. And this, is, this one is for three to five, and the next okay. one is five to eight. And it goes up to 14. Okay. So, um, so even if... If someone's out there and you're interested and you have a kid that is, you know, 14, you know, like it's they have something for that age that you can um, because we're not going to like, in you know, this is a book about it really is about sex, but it doesn't say sex right through this. Mm -hmm. We don't like it's so age appropriate. And I love that about about these books. You love that. You know what's interesting, too? And I I think I might want to look into that that book. But what's interesting at the age of 10 for Kristen, she's starting to go to friends' houses. Mm. And and that's a whole like story in itself. But what's interesting is, is she's learning that not all, well, first off, not all everybody has a mom and a dad, okay? Mm-hmm. Some people just have moms. So she's got one friend who's a single mom and like that's foreign to her because she's used to us. But the ones that where she's going to families' homes and there is a mom and a dad, what she's picking up is how different they are than Dave and I. Like, Dave and I are affectionate, you know what I mean? And we are engaged with each other, and we have family meals together, and we, you know what I mean? We do things with each other. We always have a date night regardless. And and she knows those things, and so when she goes to these friends' house, she'll be like, Mom, well, this dad did this or this. And it's just interesting because she's taking and learning that every family is completely different, too. Yeah. So I think that that's kind of, in the beginning when we were talking about, like, our our actions – you know, do influence them. And so she, um, you know, she actually told me she feels sad for one of her mm-hmm. friends because this, um, you know, mom-dad duo was not quite as, you know, affectionate necessarily. And there was a, I think there, were a little bit of, there was a little bit of hostility going on there. But so I, I, that's an interesting takeaway too because she just, 
she's starting to yeah just kind of see that not everyone is like us and she brings it to you yeah we, oh yeah we talk about it so great like she loves coming to her mom just to talk about anything and everything mm-hmm. i think that's the greatest thing i just have to make sure she understands that it's not wrong what's going on over there it's just not what she's what we have you right. know and that every family is has their own you know is different and does their own thing yeah but that's powerful at the age of 10 is she into are the girls her age into facebook when does all that come into effect well if, the filters <laughs> all of it like when does that start it hasn't started with us because okay. i because we just choose we don't allow it mm-hmm. um and i i mean do her friends have cell phones yes wow she does not we got her i will tell you we got her like it's called a gizmo watch and so like it's something that like if she goes to her friend's house or she's somewhere not with us it's a watch that can call 10 people and they're programmed in so like she can call me she can call my husband her you know her uncle whatnot um and it's only those people like she can't dial anybody else there's you know and like there's a texting op you know option on there but you it's pre-programmed texts like texts like i'm ready to come home i miss you i love you there's no like she can't create the text oh wow that's cool um so we did Mm -hmm. give her that for her 10th birthday and because you know we're just not we're not quite ready to do the phone and the social media she knows that i'm on it so she's very familiar with what it is um, and sometimes she'll be like, Mom, did you do any do any new reels? And I'll be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> or she'll be like, show Dad this one. Or, you know, so, like, she's aware of what it is. But she just, I just, I'm, I just don't feel like no. it's needed right now. Plus, right. there's so much stuff that I'm not quite ready for her to see on those. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. And every and, kiddo is different. Like, there are some teenagers that still don't have any because the parents thought that was best for that child. Well, um, and it's a for us too. It's a responsibility thing. If you can't lose your, if you keep losing your shoes or your hair ties or whatever, how are you gonna? How are you gonna keep track of the phone? <laughs> you know what I mean. So yes. it's like when you can, and we've that's how we've kind of said like we haven't put an age on it. We're not like you're not getting a phone until you're 15. As much as when you mm-hmm. can prove to us that you can be responsible enough to take care of a phone and, and how we'll it works, consider yeah. it. Then we'll talk about it. Yeah, and for her it probably will be 15. But you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, but that's going back to like what you said you don't want her to be in a bubble no you know where right. it's okay until you're 20 you're not getting a cell phone like that's that bubble where mm-hmm. you're not exposing the way when she like i think that ha- i think that happened a lot with the kids that i went to school growing up uh we were all in a bubble mm-hmm. and then when they got out into the real world oh. it was like going crazy mm-hmm. you know and so that can yeah that's so it's you it's just, it's just when she's balance. ready yeah yeah, yeah. Do they? Cool. Does she think boys are cute yet? Have you hit that? No, stage? she she does not okay. think boys are cool or okay. cute. <laughs> now I will tell you, there's part of her that is a tomboy though. Like she, like I said, I can't get anything in her hair. She just wears it down. I, it's sometimes I'm lucky if I will. She'll let me brush it. <laughs> um, but like, she would rather play with if you know we have boys over, like c- cousins. Even she'd rather play with the boys than the girls sometimes. Mm. So it's just it's interesting. There's so, and this is, I don't this is maybe a topic we're going to get to, but there's just so much drama with girls, so much bullying, like, mm-hmm. it's already happening. Like, she came home in, like, second grade and was telling me stories of what was going on on the school bus, and I'm like, you are seven. Like, what is happening? Wow. Damn. So it's, that stuff is, I'm not quite prepared for all of it, because everybody has said to me, oh, just wait till middle school. Oh, just wait till middle school. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. So. Well, you know what? You've got time. You just prepare her. Mm-hmm. It's just like what we're doing. We're just, we don't want him to 
get to that point and then take step backs and okay all right this is why this we don't do this how about you know if we prepare beforehand hey yeah, yeah you know girls are mean you know what? He's probably going through a hard time. Like, it's like, how how about we pray for that person and ask, hey God, mm-hmm. how do you see this child? You know this. exactly. And that's when I my email signature says, you know, it's it's well condensed. It's the whole you never know what someone else is going through type of thing. And I always tell her that I'm like, they might have yeah. just had a bad day, or maybe they didn't sleep very well last night. Maybe that's why they're saying this or doing that or in her case stealing out of her cubby at school you know what i mean i'm like just let's not you know let's just hope that they have some you know a better day the next day and yeah like we we pray Mm. so i like um there's this uh one lady on instagram and she has four girls and they all have curly curly hair like gwen i think it's the cutest but um she always tells her girls when they're leaving for school she says be friends to the friends that don't have friends And I thought, oh, my goodness, that's so powerful. And she's already teaching them. They're your friend, too. So be friends to the friends that don't have friends. And I thought, wow, like, what a good statement to teach a child. You know, look for the one that's hurting or struggling and uh, just go be friends with all of them. Do you know what's hard, though, about that? And I don't know, maybe you can give me some some advice on this because that's my I I say something similar I'm yeah. like I don't care if you get straight A's I don't care if you're in a sport or you're best at this I'm like I just want you to simply be kind to people that's all like just be nice be kind and you know think of others but like what do we do when like how as a parent do we respond when the kids aren't being nice and we can only say so many times like well maybe they are having a bad day or like you know it's hard yeah, because you, you want to be that like you know, you want them to understand that what's happening isn't nice and it isn't good, but you don't like you don't want to say that behavior is okay. And but it's hard because sometimes she's just kind of like does one of these, like, well, okay, well, you're not really solving my problem. But I guess it's okay for this girl to be mean to me. You know what I mean? Because it's just it is tricky. Mm. And sometimes you ha- they have to defend themselves, right? And I because so Dave and I are real like big with just turn around and walk away. Like, just walk away from the situation. Like, if it's ugly mm. or somebody's saying something you don't like or you're not comfortable, just walk away. She was like, okay. But, I mean, like, sometimes she's like, but I want to say. And I'm like, so mm-hmm. it's, just, it's finding that, like, what's right, what's wrong. How, each situation's different. Yeah, that's what they say. Every situation is very different. Um, they... I actually, I don't know. I, this came up to me a... a a couple of weeks ago where there was some bullying situation not with my girls and and I I compared it to today in my age where I'm at if someone came up to me and told me some what it said was not it was not good I would tell the police that's how bad it was you know okay. so in this situation the little girl didn't say anything to her mom till later in the day not very long you know um and i was like that is an adult could be very bad if someone came up to you and said something where they wanted to hurt you and you didn't say anything right away Mm -hmm. that would be bad so like for that incident it was if someone is saying they're going to hurt you you right away you go find help you know, mm-hmm. another situation with another mom and bullying. Her daughter was getting bullied, and of course, the mom was like, "I'm gonna go up to that kid and I'm gonna yell yeah. at him." Mm-hmm. And There's then I was thinking, like, yeah. "Yeah," which is like, "Yeah, Mama Bear," you know. 
would and I asked that I asked this and I was thinking this with my kids would I want my kid to go up to that child and yell at him out of anger right then yeah. why am I going to do it right yeah. so and that's the whole leading everything yeah mm-hmm. so every and what I do with Grace and she's younger but you could do this with with your girl I I I, I name scenarios I said hey you want to we want to Grace will say hey ask me questions so what I do is okay you're sitting next to I don't know, Ryan, we don't know Ryan, um, you know, <laughs> at school, and he, like, wants to talk to you. What do you say? And she goes, say, it's teacher is talking. I need to listen, you know? Mm. And so I'll call out all these different scenarios. And then, like, in as I'm getting to know people and hearing more real stories, I'll I'll say those re- real stories, and she would be like, oh, no, I, and I'll do this. And it, some of them is funny because, uh, like, she said, like, you know, if you're with your friends and they're bullying someone, what do you say? Like, she's a bystander, you know? Her friends are bullying. She's like, I would tell them to stop or she's going to tell the teacher. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, like, you, I was saying, like, actually, don't you think it would be better if you said that you would tell the teacher because you, you know that's not right, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, you can't do anything for that person you can't do anything for the other but you yourself have the choice to tell an adult you know you can't really you know in some situations you you can't stop a fight like right. if you're really if it, you cannot physically go in there and do that mm-hmm. but you can right away find help um and then like in the what's so what's been um on my mind is not hiding not running because that's what happens when you get scared because you feel like, oh, I'm ashamed that this is happening and I don't think I'm beautiful because they're making, saying I'm not pretty, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to go in and hide and, you know, uh, that's me. Yeah. So it's just um, that's being that safe place where they can come to you right away. And, um, and you tell her, you know, you tell your girl, like, so you're right. It isn't. It doesn't. It doesn't always work. If you say, "Oh, they probably just had a bad day," all mm-hmm. the time, that over and over, and you say, "Like them, what does that mean about you?" Yeah, about you. What do you think that means about you? I would love to to know. Not so. I right. bet you would love to know that about your daughter. Yeah, because she would probably say, "Well, I think I'm not really friendly, or I'm not really pretty, or mm-hmm. I'm not likable." And then you go, oh, well, that's a lie out of hell. No, right. <laughs> you know, because God made you perfect, no mistakes. Mm-hmm. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, and so you can go into her and breathe life with how does God see you? Because right. it doesn't matter how that kid sees you. you know, true. Yeah, it's, that, it's, that, it's really an attack on identity. Because yeah. and so when you're going into and seeing like how how do you, you like literally have her ask God God how do you see me out loud I do this with grace it's fun you never know it's what you're those gonna questions get questions we had that yeah we had in the, uh, the whatever the girl talking event yeah, yeah. so yeah so it. you could do that with a ten year old I do it with my five year old I do it with my three year old you know <laughs> so it or I have a six year old but um so and then after because when they really truly know who they are. It doesn't matter what the bullies are saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it's physical, it's a whole nother level. Well, right, right. But when it's words, you know, yeah, they, you know, words can hurt. But mm-hmm. if you are, if they are guarded with the armor of God, where they know how God sees them and how their identity is in Christ, 
then that's like that's like your foundation then you can get into how do you think god sees that kid so then that will change their view on how she sees that person Mm because you can she can easily for the rest of her life think that person's a bully i don't like bullies i'm not gonna talk to them right yeah Oh, I want to jump in here. I just had a conversation with um, an adult girl. She's about my age last night. Um, and it's reminding me here that the bullying doesn't stop. No. Okay. Mm-mm. Even when you're an adult, it doesn't stop. And um, this girl was talking to me and she was very self-conscious about her laugh, which I thought was really surprising because her laugh is one of the things that I love most about her is because it's this loud, happy laugh. And when I hear it, it makes me happy. Um, but anyways, through a conversation last night, she was saying how, Um, you know, I just don't have the right kind of laugh. And I said, that's interesting. I never have heard that statement before. So I said, you know, where's that coming from? And she said, oh, all my friends tell me that, that I need to tone down my laugh. I just don't have the right laugh. I thought, oh, all your friends are telling you that. And so I said, well, where's the truth? I said, where does your laugh really come from? Like when you really think about it, we were created by God. Like you don't just all of a sudden create your own laugh. Right. Like your it laugh comes is part out. of who yeah. you are. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know, all these people telling you that you need to tone down your laugh. I said, did you ever go back to the father and ask him what he thought of your laugh? She's like, no, I never thought of that. And I said, he created that. Like that's what he's finding joy in. That's what he wants is to hear your laughter. He created that. And all these people that you've been hanging around are silencing you and your identity. And um, through this conversation Joanne's just talking about, it reminded me, even as an adult lady, take it back to the Father. And then walk in confidence of who the Father says you are. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and wow, what an opportunity we as mothers, as aunts, um, we all have influence over children, but what an opportunity that we have to teach these younger ge- generation of children from a younger age than when I even learned it, you know, and really anchor that down of who's your identity. And let me tell you, when these six-year-olds and 10-year-olds mm-hmm. become the 30 and 40-year-olds, there's going to be a whole different generation walking on this oh, earth, yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be powerful. So, mm-hmm. guys, I am sorry. we got to cut it off. Yeah, it's we're going to turn chat. this into like a three-episode. <laughs> yeah. Which we might. <laughs> um, I do want to finish with this, though. If you are listening on the Girl Talk podcast and you're a mom, an aunt, a grandma, whatever you are, if you are struggling or you've just had a really crappy day, we've all been there. Mm -hmm. We'll probably be there within the next couple days. (laughs) Um, But I know Chandra's heart and I know Joanne's heart. I know mine. We would love to connect with you. So send us a message. Reach out to us personally. We love coffee. All of us, we Mm -hmm. love coffee. So send us a message. We would love to go sit in a coffee shop with you guys and just chat and breathe life into each other. But girlfriends, we love you and we'll catch you on the next Girl Talk podcast. friends. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Girl Talk podcast where women encourage women. Come join us also on Instagram and Facebook where we encourage women to live an intentional, powerful, positive, and spirit-filled life.